the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel.
welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chat. Today is a day to pray. I want to read for you as we begin Exodus, the 10th chapter. The Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the hearts of his officials, so that I may perform these miraculous signs of of mine among them, that you may tell your children and grandchildren how I dealt harshly with the Egyptians and how I performed my signs among them, that you may know that I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said to him, This is what the Lord said. The God of the Hebrews says, How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go so that they may worship me. Let my people go so that they may worship me. Well, Pharaoh is long gone. But today, America has another Pharaoh. And that Pharaoh, the world, is trying to squeeze every Christian into its mold. And it has succeeded spectacularly. I refuse to be squeezed into the mold of the world. I want to be set free in every respect, emotionally, physically, spiritually. I want to be set free so that I can worship the Lord acceptably in righteousness, in holiness. That means we need to pray. And we need to ask Jesus to set us free so that we can enter into his presence. We need to pray that we can have the victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. We need to cry aloud to God for the church. I've heard so many people say, Oh, I love Jesus. And I want to serve Jesus. I try. No, it's not a matter of trying. I want to be close to Jesus. Okay, then move close to Jesus. Well, how do I move close to Jesus? You obey him. You turn away from darkness. You cut off the world. Oh, but pastor... I enjoy my YouTubes. I enjoy my my television. I enjoy my entertainment. What do you mean? I have to I have to cut that off? Yes, if you want Jesus. Well, I have to earn a living, and what you're really saying is you lust after money. You love the convenience of life. You love the new car. You love the new house. You love all the. 
You have to cut off the lust for money, for wealth, if you're going to come close to Jesus. You have to be willing to pour your life out for others if you're going to come close to Jesus. Now, there has to be a total change. It has to be better. It has to be different. We have to make a decision to act, to get close to Jesus. And the church is going to have to make a decision to lay down its institutionalism, its culture of accommodation to the world. It's going to have to lay down its programming. It's going to have to get serious about getting close to Jesus. It's what we do, it's what we believe that keeps us away from him. It's our actions, it's our attitudes, it's it's our beliefs, and these prevent us from coming into the presence of God. And that's why the church has to cry aloud and say, Oh God, release us, set us free of this Pharaoh of worldlyism. Set us free of this Pharaoh of lust. Set us free of this wickedness of the age and and bring us into your presence let us know how to obey you and act on that obedience so come and pray with me today come and humble your heart before god pray for the church pray for our nation i saw the the signs, the the devastation, the apocalyptic pictures of Greenville, California, as fire raced through and burned the town down, burned their homes, burned everything. This is all judgment coming from God upon California and the West. The drought is a direct result of God's judgment. Always in Scripture, drought is a judgment from God. We have to turn. We're going to see such incredible judgments fall on this nation. It is no longer optional if we want to continue to live. It's no longer optional to cry out to God that we would be set free. We must pray that we'll be set free. The pride has to go. The arrogance has to go. We've got to come together as a people and begin to cry aloud to God. This is a public prayer meeting where it's an open forum. You're welcome to come and pray. It's your turn. I've preached all week. I'm not going to preach today. We're going to pray. So call, please, for prayer. Call 877-534-0780. 877-534-0780. 
800-880-8080. Would you call and pray? The lines are all wide open. Mr. Producer, are the lines open? Hello, Mr. Producer. Lines open? No calls coming in yet. Please call now. Have mercy on me, O God. According to your unfailing love, According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions and wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you and you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight so that you're proved right when you speak and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, and sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Surely you desire truth in the inward parts. You teach me wisdom in the inmost parts. <clears throat> Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear the joy and gladness. Let the bones you've crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out my iniquity. <clears throat> Create in me a pure heart, O God. And renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence. Or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will turn back to you. Save me from blood guilt, O God, the God who saves me. And my tongue will sing of your righteousness O oh Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O oh God, you will not despise. Almighty God, we come to cry out to you. For our sin is before us. The sin of our nation. The sin of our church. Our own wicked ways. Sucking up all that the devil will produce for us loving the things of the flesh and the world, giving ourselves to selfishness and ambition and the desires of the heart. Lord, we come today 
to cry out to you, to pray, set your people free. Set your people free, O God. There's going to have to be such a a sweeping work of your Spirit in our hearts. There's going to have to be such a, a change in our hearts. Oh God, put our sin away. Put our casualness away. Call us into your spirit. Let us walk in spirit and in truth. Let us worship in spirit and in truth. For that's what you said the Father desired. Lord, the greatest desire of my heart is that we should worship in spirit and truth, not in tradition, not in culture, not in the ways of darkness, but, O God, to worship in spirit and truth. I pray today for your people. Many, Lord, have wounds that are so deep in their hearts wound after wound. They don't know how to even begin to stretch out their hands to you, to cry out to you. They've been shut down so many times. Do they dare open their heart one more time? Do they dare risk coming out into the light? Lord, please fill your people today with courage. And give us the words to pray. Set your people free. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Okay, we have a caller. Let's take that call. Welcome. Please Hello? pray. Please pray. Father, thank you for the mercy you've shown us. And thank you even for the judgment, because through the judgment, you cause people to turn to Hello, did we lose our caller? Kayla, I think we lost you. Please call back. Are you there? there was um, yeah. um, a voice trying to Please pray. Lord, I thank you for uh, the mercy and thank you even for the judgment. Through judgment, the cost will discern for you. And thank you for the opportunities you give us to share your word. And I pray that you would work through us to share your word without fear. And I pray especially for wisdom. By ourselves, we can do nothing. We know nothing by ourselves. And I pray that you would give us the wisdom and words today. So often I question if I can think enough or maybe think too much. And I need your wisdom. We need you to work through us. And for the people that I pray for by name that are unsaved, I don't know them. Is to give them a hunger and thirst for righteousness 
know you. Show the faith without you. Set them free from all sin, the cares of, of this life. I pray this for all of us with relatives who don't know you. Please work through us, draw them, and that you would call them by your spirit. And I pray for Pastor Ray, please continue working through him, and I pray for this broadcast to reach more people, especially in Washington, D.C. And I pray that you would be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We're still having some technical audio problems. We're trying to get those taken care of. But it doesn't matter. Your prayer is going out and people can hear it and understand it. So please call and pray. Our phone number, 877-534-0780. And you're welcome to call and pray right now. Welcome to call. Almighty God, somehow I know we can't do this without your mighty power. We need you, Jesus. Son of the living God, we need you. Almighty God, if the American church, if we do not turn and pray, if we pray in pride and arrogance, I know you will not answer from heaven. I know it takes a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. For that you will not despise. So Lord, I come today humble of heart, broken. knowing that if there's not a dramatic change, the judgments are going to come so powerfully upon America that America will not be recognizable. I know right now the judgments you're bringing are the same ones you brought on Egypt. They're the comfort judgments that disturb our comfort. But I know the next judgments will be physical. and the destruction of the life as we know it. So, Lord, I open this I open this broadcast, both on the radio and the Internet. I open it for you, Jesus, to move in people's heart to come and publicly pray, as our sister Kayla did. Lord, I pray 
that you will come in mighty power and rescue your people. We have callers. Welcome. Please put a caller through. Hello, welcome. Please pray. Father, we thank you for the United States of America and the ability to stand before you and pray and to come boldly before their own grave. And we just love you and we thank you for giving us your one and only son to die on the cross for us to save us from our sins. And Jesus, we love you. We thank you for dying on the cross for us. And we just, I just repent, Father God, I repent for my, my part in supporting the abortion industry. I repent for my part in supporting the moral sins of our nation in any way. I repent for being lukewarm. I repent for making circumstances more important than you, Lord God. I repent for my lack of charity to the poor and the needy. I repent for my cowardice, Lord God. I repent for any unforgiveness in my heart. I repent for any bitterness of spirit. I repent for my church, Lord, and our lukewarmness and our apathy. And I just thank you, Father God. I thank you for my children. I thank you for the people that are rising up. The people that are coming to you, that are seeking you, that want something different than what the world has to offer. I thank you, Lord, that you're moving throughout this land. And I just uh, want to tell you that we thank you for Pastor Ray and his faithfulness to show up every day and put the message out there across the way. And... We're dry and thirsty in many parts of this land, and we look forward to these conversations and lessons every day. And we thank you for his life, and we thank you for making him into the man he is today. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, dear sister. God bless you. Okay, we have another caller. Please pray. Lord Jesus, uh, I just want to lift up uh, first the church in America. Because if the church doesn't wake up, then how will the people at large wake up, Lord? Lord, it's not going to happen. So, Lord, I'm asking that you would awaken the church. And, Lord, I just confess, she said, that blessed are the poor in spirit. And, Lord, I know that's where we have to start, that we can't make anything happen through our own efforts, through our, even through our own prayers. It all has to be through you, Jesus. And, Lord, we're helpless without you. And we can't make anything happen. There's so many people that are precious to me, and I can't reach them. My words don't penetrate. They're idols, Lord. 
Lord, we've we've melded the church and the culture together, Lord, in America. So that you can't break one apart from the other. Or that was just like what happened in Rome. They melted the church and the world together. And he just had to come and just judgment. So Lord, I'm asking I'm asking, Lord, that you would deal with each person, Lord, who's willing to give everything to you, Lord, to sell out to you. That Lord, you would honor the decision to do that. And Lord, by your mighty power, that you would just push them straight on through, Lord. Lord, I've seen you do it in my life, Lord. It was your power and your might and you're no respecter of persons, Lord. I know that's what you want for each one of us. And Lord, we want it to go all the way to the bottom so that you can send your Holy Spirit because without that, Lord, we're defenseless. Lord, we're not gonna win this battle with intellect or having the right arguments or any of that, Lord. It's a spiritual battle. So, Lord, I, I'm asking that you would awaken the church before judgment comes. Lord, I just fear there's going to be so many that will have that split-second decision, will I follow Jesus or will I not? And then that'll be the end. Lord, I know that's not your desire, but that's... We painted you into a corner, Jesus, we said, well, we want the world and you too, and you're not going to let that happen, Jesus. So I thank you for that, and I praise you, Lord. And I, I'm asking that you would give us pastors, just like Pastor Ray, who will speak the truth in love without biting, Lord, but just the plain word of God. And people will decide what they want to do with it. So, Lord, I... We don't have many straight preachers anymore. They they want to add this. They want to subtract that. I remember the story of Thomas Jefferson. He cut out half the Bible that he didn't like. And well, we've done the same thing. We just omit it. We don't. We didn't cut it out. But it's the same thing, Lord. So what I'm asking that you're. Holy Spirit conviction would come. Yes, Lord. Well, there's a whole generation that have never experienced conviction from the Holy Spirit. They don't really know what it is because they never saw it at the churches that they went to. So, Lord, I just lift them up to you. All the young people, probably 30 and under, have never really, most of them have not been convicted except by their conscience. Lord, would you have mercy, and would you deal all the way to the bottom, Lord, of each one who says yes to you? Yes. And Lord, we'll trust you and we'll praise you, because Lord, it's your might, it's your power, Jesus, it's your blood. Lord, we didn't die for anybody, Lord. 
you died for us, Lord. So, Lord, would you have your way, Lord, in this city? Lord, I just pray that you would call people, Lord, young and old, all races, genders, Lord, Lord, call everyone who will sow out to you, Jesus. Lord, I don't know who those people are, Lord. They're probably not the religious people, but I don't know that, Lord. For sure. So, Lord, have your way on this broadcast. Lord, we love you. Have your way, Lord Jesus. We pray in your holy name. Amen. Thank you, dear brother. God bless you. Mr. Producer, do we have any more calls coming in? Okay, our phone number is 877-534-0780. That's 877-534-0780. If the Holy Spirit is calling you to pray, call, please, right now. Call and pray. It's an open day of prayer. It's a public prayer meeting. And you and you can pray. Do we have a caller, Mr. Producer? Okay, please put him through. Welcome. Please pray. Hello, Father. Thank you for coming and dying on the cross for our sins. I thank you so much for everything that you've done, emptying yourself from royalty from heaven and coming down here to this dirty, sin-filled earth and having compassion and mercy upon us. I am so very grateful to you, Father, because we deserve hell. We've broken every commandment. And I pray that if we even think of turning to the left or the right, that we repent and continue to walk with you by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, search me and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Even when I am old and gray, do not forsake me, Father, till I declare your power to the next generation, your might to all who are to come. Create in me a clean heart, Father, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me, but fill me with your Holy Spirit with fire, please, Father. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Father, my rock and my redeemer. Father, you established peace for us, and all that we have accomplished, it is you that has done this for us. Father, I stand on John fifteen five and believe that without you I know I can do nothing. Father, sometimes I just want to die. I don't want to do this anymore. I hate this world. It's evil, wicked, and disgusting. It breaks my heart. It's hard to move through here. And I pray to you every day, and I ask you to help me to not be selfish and to think of myself, but to think of those that are at the border who are being sold into sex slavery, those around the world that are being persecuted because they believe in you and being tortured. 
I can't uh, feel sorry for myself, Father. Life is really hard, and I've come out from the world thanks to you, and it's very painful and lonely and despairing. That's why I wish to die, and the hardcore people and their anger and how hard it is. But I'm not here alone. Your word says not to think of it as a strange thing, what we're going through. But your people, your children are, are going through suffering, and I'm praying, Father, that uh, you lift us up by the power of the Holy Spirit and help us to keep standing strong and firm in you for that which is about to come upon the whole world, that we can stand firm no matter what happens, um, that we stand even in the face of death. And I look back on my life and see that which I went through, of being stabbed and having guns to my head and raped and persecuted. And I feel that being in a boot camp, a holy boot camp, prepared for what's about to come to pass. And I can't feel sorry for myself or think that you hate me, but you're preparing me and helping me to stand firm. And I love you, and I thank you, Father. And I made a cross a year ago when the churches closed down. I got the idea from a man who built a cross in the 80s. I think he was in California to inspire people and spread the gospel. And I thought I always wanted to do that. And when the churches closed down, I walked across every day for a year on the streets and think of a car passes and somebody thinks, God, I want to kill myself. Show me a sign. Please help me. I need inspiration. I pray that they would see the cross and be inspired, Father. And I get scared to even leave my house because of things that have happened to me. It's hard for me, Father. But I do this because I love you, and I want people to love you. I want when they see the cross that it burn in their heart that they want to repent and come to know you and be saved. And I pray that all satanic strongholds, curses, sins, and addictions be broken off away from us, Father. Father, in, in your word I read, I have read that, when the Jews turn back to their idols, you sent people to come up upon them, and there has been a burning down of towns and rape, and it's happening now because uh, judgment begins with the household of faith, begins with us, because we have turned to idols, Father, and sexual immorality. These things are happening because your people turn from you, Father, what they're doing, the evil, the that's no shock. That's just what they do. But it's happening because we turn from you. And I, I'm on my knees, and I'm so terribly sorry. And, and for what you've done to come and die for people like us. But you've made us in your image, and I'm asking you to please help us and lift us up and take the scales off our eyes so we can see you the way you want us to see you. Please help us, Father. I'm begging you. I'm calling out to you, Father. Yes. because it's going to get worse and worse, and then you're going to come. And I pray that the people decide today to repent and turn from their sin. Please help us, Father. I love you, and I thank you. And I've gotten rid of, I don't have a cell phone. I got rid of my TV, and I've never been on Facebook, and I've come out of sexual immorality and drugs and alcohol and dysfunctional family and friends. And I don't even know how to make friends. I'm afraid, and I'm alone, and I don't trust churches. And I stay to myself, and I read your word, and I pray to you, and I seek you, and I pray that you put your warring angels of fire and the Holy Spirit all around us to minister to us and protect us in all of our ways, and that you help me keep standing to pass out your word of John 14:6. 
And when I go into the stores and the people look at me like I'm crazy or angry or they don't want me even there, I pray that you help me to smile at them and love them and look at them with forgiveness and compassion anyway to keep going. Please help me. Please help us, Father. I love you, and I thank you. I pray for Pastor Greenlee. I honor him, and I thank you for him and his courage and his dedication and his devotion to you. And I pray that he keep going. I need this to hear him. I can't call him. I can't call long distance on my phone, and I wish I could speak to him. Please bless him, Father, and those that listen to this show. I pray that we walk um, in the spirit and not carry out the desires of the flesh. I pray we walk humble before you and each other and the people to be servants to you and to each other and the people, Father. Thank you. I love you. In your name, Yahweh, I pray. Amen. Bless you, dear sister. Yes, thank you. Okay, we have a few more minutes on the broadcast today. If you'd like to call and pray, please call. Uh, the phone number is 877-534-0780. And we're still struggling with audio problems. It's a complicated situation to be able to broadcast live on radio and live streaming on the Internet. But I know the Lord will work it out. We have a wonderful man, an engineer, coming in next week who will help us figure it out. And our brother Ed has done a great job of figuring it all out with the new equipment. And frankly, we may have to find new equipment again. Whatever it takes, we're going to do as God opens the way and provides the finances to do. So pray for us. So yes, the phone lines are open. Mr. Producer, do we have any calls coming in? Yes, we have a phone call. We do have a call? Yes, we do. Good. Please put them through. Welcome. Please pray. Yes. Um, Blessings to all here. And um, I'd like to read something from Streams in the Desert. I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will watch to see what he will say unto me. Habakkuk 2.1 There is no waiting on God for help and there is no help from God without watchful expectation on our part. If we ever fail to receive strength and defense from him, it is because we are not on the outlook for it. Many a proffered succor from heaven goes past us because we are not standing on our watchtower to catch the far-off indications of its approach and to fling open the gates of our heart for its entrance. He whose expectation does not lead him to be on the alert for its coming will get but little. Watch for God in the events of your life. The old homely proverb says, They that watch for providence will never want a provision to watch for. And you may turn it the other way and say, They that do not watch for providences will never have a 
a providence to watch for. Unless you put out your water jars when it rains, you will catch no water. We want to be more businesslike and use common sense with God in pleading promises. If you were to go to one of the banks and see a man go in and out and lay a piece of paper on the table and take it up again and nothing more, if he did that several times a day, I think there would soon be orders to keep the man out. Those men who come to the bank in earnest present their checks. They wait until they receive their gold, and then they go, but not without having transacted real business. They do not put the paper down, speak about the excellent signature, and discuss the excellent document, but they must want their money for it, and they are not content without it. These are the people who are always welcome at the bank and not triflers. Alas, a great many people play at praying. They do not expect God to give them an answer. And then they are mere triflers. Our Heavenly Father would have us do real business with Him in our praying. And that's from C.H. Spurgeon. Thine expectation shall not be cut off. Dear Father God, we pray today that our promises reach your ears, that we bind up all the hindrances so that we can claim through the process of Lombano, calling down those promises that are in your word for us in our lives, promises of provision and plenty, promises of peace and prosperity, promises of of healthy relationships and joy. We know that the joy of the Lord is our strength. No matter what our outward circumstances are, Lord, we claim the joy that is of the Lord and the peace in our heart, knowing that we are in relationship with the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Lord, we thank you that you have made us overcomers in these times. And we thank you so much for the blessings we have in our life, the good relationships, good friends, good food, good covering that you give us in your in your pavilion lord and for all these things we thank you so much in jesus holy name amen and thank you sister yes we do not want to trifle with god we do not want to trifle with god We want to do real business with him. We want to pray what we mean and mean what we pray and transact the business. If you'd like to pray, you're welcome to call. This is a public prayer meeting. Call and pray your heart. Pray, set us free, O God. Let my people go. 877-929-9673. 877-534-0780. We still have just a few minutes left. And you're welcome to call and pray now. You're listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. And it's time for God's people to cry aloud, to pray.
Mr. Producer, do we have any calls? Uh, no calls as of yet. Okay, no calls coming yet. We're almost out of time, but there's time for at least one more call. Are you concerned about about your life? I'll tell you what I'm concerned about. We've had it so comfortable in America. And God's people have been able to be luxurious in the blessings of the Lord, mixed with the world. So there's a great deal of sentimental religion abounding in America. All of that sentimental stuff will vanish, however, as the judgments of God begin to fall on this nation. It's hard to be sentimental when your house just got burned down. It's hard to be sentimental when you just were evicted or when you became sick and are at the point of death. There's not much room for sentimental religion when the going gets tough. And the going is going to get very tough in America. It already is in many parts. As the drought in the West is causing their wells to go dry, as death is ruling in pandemics and the treatment of the pandemic causing as many deaths as the pandemic. It's impossible. It's impossible in the flesh to walk through what's happening. So the sentimentality needs to go. And our sister was right. In her reading, Streams from the Desert, we have to do real business with God, real repentance. Put aside the fluff, the sentimental, everything is so sweet, because it's not for most. Talk to the families who have lost 3,000 Christians in Nigeria just this year to murders, persecutions for following Jesus, families devastated, children left as orphans. Talk to them about sentimentality. There isn't any there. It's hardcore. Is there a Jesus or isn't there? Will he step in or won't he? Can I trust him or can I not trust him? I'm one who has gone through the fire in my life. I've gone through the death of family members and and wife. I've gone through the, the brokenness of finances. I've gone through the persecution, being cut off, being scorned, called every name in the book, fanatic, fool. I tell you, when you get right down to the bottom, the question is, 
will I be faithful to Jesus Christ, no matter what the cost? Will I walk honestly in the Lord? Mr. Producer, what did you say? Two minutes? Well, let's take these last two minutes and let's pray. Almighty King, it's you we love. Our heart cries that your kingdom would be built on this earth, that your will would be done here even as it's done in heaven. We come asking for your mercy and your grace. And we praise you and honor you. Thank you, Jesus. If this radio broadcast is helpful to you day by day, if the Holy Spirit is calling you to give an offering or tithes, would you do that today? If you would just go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com, you can give online. And you're welcome to do that. Or you can write to me, and all of that information you can find on our website, nationalprayerchapel.com. God bless you, my brothers and my sisters. Thank you for praying today. I'll talk to you soon.